Thank you for tuning in to another fun episode with your favorite Mouska Moms, Jennifer. Hello. Lori. Hi. And Juliana, that's me. Here we are, a new year. January's almost over, and maybe it's time to start checking in on those resolutions. How's it going, girls? Not good? Did you make resolutions? (laughs) My year doesn't start till February. You know, Okay. my year started in 2019. (laughs) Right. I'm just going to redo that year every year. No. Well, oh yeah. 2019. Okay. So no resolutions until. No, certainly not a resolution like you're crazy, but I know. Okay. So some of us are trying to make improvements. Some (laughs) of us are going after bucket list goals. um, And I am doing that. It's the Disney princess half marathon for me. I've always wanted to, I never thought I could. And, um, I could never find enough information about it either to convince me. I feel like there's, there was, at least when I started looking, a little bit of a missing segment in the Disney population here on information about it. But this year, I stopped making excuses about halfway through my, actually more than halfway through my training. I've only got a month to go. And uh, I wanted to Juliana, run! (laughs) I wanted to share with you how I got here. But I did have help. And one of my helpers is right here with us today. We'll be chatting with our friend, travel agent, and run Disney veteran, Katie Gabbard. Hi, Katie. Hi. Hi. Welcome to crazy. So we have (laughs) lots to talk about about run Disney. Katie has given me um, a lot of tips and stuff. So I wanted to have her on so that she could share all of that juicy stuff with you. But first, of course, the Mouska cocktail. All right. So apparently we have to talk about water because we're talking about (laughs) racing. So (laughs) when you say it like that, (laughs) I just didn't want anyone to come back and yell at me about talking about drinking after running. You have to hydrate responsibly. Okay. So we if you guys don't know this, we actually do prepare for our shows and we do have notes and literally in big, bold waters or big, bold letter, it said water on there. And I'm like, really? Once you have safely hydrated after your race, you may want to celebrate with a sip or two of something a little bit better than water. We love the idea of strolling around the world showcase to replenish all those calories that you used in the race. So many options that you can find around the world showcase, of course. But let's head to the American Adventure, where you can get a frozen red stag lemonade which is a frozen lemonade. I've never had this. So it's frozen lemonade, red stag, black cherry bourbon. So it's basically a frozen boozy cherry lemonade, which sounds amazing. Right. And think about after running 13.1, like after properly hydrating and feeling like you're halfway human again, maybe cooling off with one of these as the day goes on. Yeah. I mean, what do you think Katie crazy or not a bad idea? Um, water. <laughs> She's like, what, what, are, what are you doing? This is not, this is okay, not, so it's not training. a tip. See, water. You got to do the water. But I'll do water. Those this of us is who are, and I don't do marathons. Yeah, I was going to say, those of us who are just cheering you or like he- heckling you yeah, heckling. will be standing there drinking your red stag lemonade while you're drinking your water. 
With electrolyte tablets, guys. Uh, Don't delish. forget the electrolyte tablets. Delish. For I'm the rest eat of us, so much food, though. For the yeah. rest of us, it's Red Stag Lemonade from the Fife and Drum kiosk. Yum. Yeah. That's well, delicious. I'm going to listen to Katie and not you two bad, bad people. <laughs> yeah. See, I would finish that race and immediately be like, Jen, I need three drinks. I need them in your hand at the finish line so I can take them and down them. Um, like, let's go back to the average. beginning of that sentence. I know. <laughs> no, no, there's, there's a read. No. Anyway, no. let's have the runners. I'm, I'm probably not even going to want, although I think I might've had a beer after last Saturday's run. I'm pretty Anywho. sure you'll drink after the run. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Let's take I definitely will want to celebrate somehow. Welcome, Katie. We're really happy to have you. I can. You. I'm going to defer to you because I consider you a run Disney expert. How many races have you done now? Um, I just finished my eighth half marathon at the Walt Disney World Marathon Weekend. Do I've done a few other distances sprinkled in there, but do half. you only do Disney races? No, I do a lot of local races. I've recently just gotten back into running. Um, within the past year, I've, I've did a little bit, you know, here and there throughout adulthood. But now that I consider myself done having babies and being pregnant, <laughs> just back into it. So that's um, yeah. awesome. Um, so, what keeps you going back to Disney, though? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you but know. I mean for the running, why yes. why run Disney versus other races? It. I mean, it just has the, the the Disney touch. There's the Disney difference. It's it's more laid back. There's character stops. There's entertainment along the course. It's really well. Um, it's a really well supported race with a lot of water stops, um, which you know you don't necessarily find as many uh, supported stations on local races. So it's it's one you don't have to think as much about providing your own fuel. Um, and then obviously it's just the Disney fun. If you're a, a, a Disney fan, you love Disney parks, then this is kind of a no brainer to at least try it once. But I love how they're always themed. I was really sad because when we lived abroad, I wanted to run the half at Disneyland Paris because it was a villain theme where like the villains yeah. were the characters and they would sort mm -hmm. of chase you. And it's not as big. There aren't as many runners. I think maybe typically around 5,000 runners. Um, well, I think the, the Jen just made a face like that's not a little amount, but I think with with the regular Walt Disney World, we're looking at twenty thousand runners at yeah. every race. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't even picture that. Yeah, I need it's to crazy. Google photos because I I mean it looks big when you're looking at the corrals. I've seen pictures mm -hmm. of the corrals at the start of races, but I it it does that that just sounds like an obscene amount of people that you're. Yeah fighting with to run well it basically. sends out past the start like you know people kind of fan out so right. if you're not like shoulder to shoulder with people it, there's a few bottlenecks on some of I suppose courses, it's similar to rope dropping <laughs> it's yes. from what I understand though it's it's even less chaotic than rope dropping oh really like, it's really yeah we'll get into all of yeah. that we'll get yeah. into it all because Katie's got all the tips I've talked to a bunch of other people who have given me some great tips that I want to share because unlike Katie I am not I would not consider myself a runner like I have dabbled in running 
I've gone on spurts where I've run. I've never followed a training plan. I've always just gone as far as I can whenever I can. Sometimes I would stick to it for a few months, a few days a week, and other times it was on and off. The most I'd ever run in my life was 10 miles. It darn near killed me. I don't know what possessed me to do it. I got to like eight and a half and I felt really good. So I was like, I'm just going to do it. And by 10, I thought I was going to die. And then... As, a, as an amateur runner, let's say, I thought, well, I, if I was ever going to do a, a half marathon, it would be at Disney for a lot of reasons, a lot of the ones that Katie just said. Um, and so here I am, almost 45 years old, doing it for the first time. So let's talk about the Disney races and what there are. There's usually four a year. They just came back after a hiatus because of, of COVID in 2021 with the wine and dine half back in November. Now you did that one, right? I did. And that yeah, was a villain the theme, right? Just, it, was it was villains themed. Yeah. Oh. It was really fun. I even have my medal too. Yeah. It, 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 I, see, the medals are so cool. Uh, yeah. And it has this liquid. You see that? Oh, that's awesome. So, so the liquid moves on the potion. Yeah, so for those who are listening and not watching, Katie's holding yeah. up a, um, a, it's like a dark metal. It's not metal, right? They're not actually metal, are they? Yeah. They mm-hmm. are? Oh, the Castaway yeah. P one is not metal. Mm-hmm. This one yeah. is, so it is a dark metal and on it is like, you know, villains are always purple yeah. and there's a vial of a potion in there, it looks yeah. like. I can't really see it super well. And that vial yeah. is actually filled with liquid, but that's so mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, it's Yzma and Kronk. They were like the, I don't know, like the, the mascots. Yeah. That's yeah, so pretty cool. cool. Yeah. It's really cool. But they yeah. did yeah. not chase you like they would have in Paris. <laughs> they did not, but we also were social distancing. So maybe they would have. Oh, I see. You're <laughs> I don't right. Know. You're right. You're right. Yeah. That would make me run. I was going to say, yeah. I could do that type of marathon. Someone's chasing me. I could do that. <laughs> right. Right. There you I go. I still can't. <laughs> so, yeah. So after November, and then the first one for 2022 just happened, which was the Walt Disney World Marathon Weekend. Now, this is the one where they act the only one out of the four weekends a year where they do a full marathon. The others are 5Ks, 10Ks, and halves, or different challenges. We'll get into that. Um, You didn't do this one this year, but have you done the Walt Disney World Marathon before? I, I did the half this year. You, oh, yeah. I thought, oh, so you did November and January, but you're yeah, not doing November and January. January. Sorry, sorry, that's right. Yeah, that's right. yeah, yeah. Dang we did girl. it. My husband did the full, which had a really cool medal too with Mickey. Oh, wow. And Minnie. <gasps> it's a spinner. And then they were the mascots of the full marathon. And then I did the half, and this one is Donald and Daisy. If it's you gorgeous. Aww. You guys, yeah. it's gorgeous. Yeah. You have to watch on YouTube. Oh, and it see, has a we'll 50. post them too. Yeah, and they're all it, right? yeah, and it's got the iridescent colors. And That's very cool. Really cool. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, so we were there in January, also. Oh, I'm so impressed. Yeah. Um, all right, so then coming up in uh, at the end of February is the Princess Half, just a month away. Yay! Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's crazy. And and then this is different, right? So this year they're doing the Run Disney Springtime Surprise Weekend, which I guess is this replacing Star Wars Weekend or because that's obviously not on the table, at least for 2022 through spring. Um, when was the Star Wars? May. It was always in May. So this right? is also. I thought it was right around May 4th. I thought it was before then in, in um, 
in April, but I don't remember. I always thought it was April too. But anyway, so this, this year in the spring, we'll just say spring, they're doing this run Disney springtime surprise weekend. And this is just a 5k, a 10k and a 10 miler. So it doesn't even go up to a half and there's different challenges and there's a yoga thing. I'm not sure I really understand what the surprise is. I don't know if it's because they waited to announce what the races were going to be for a while, or I don't know. Do you know, Katie, anything about this one? I don't. They haven't even released. It's all a surprise. Yeah. As far as I know, they have not even released what the medals are going to look like either. Okay. So maybe that's the surprise. Because we know all that information for the princess half already. Mm -hmm. We know who's on Are you talking about the springtime surprise? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, They're doing it based on rides, it looks like. So like Expedition Everest, they're doing Twilight. uh, Expedition Everest is a 5K. Right. And all that. But what does Um, that mean? Right. So there's the Expedition Everest 5K, the Hollywood Tower of Terror 10 miler. Um, is it a surprise because it's, they threw that 10 miler in there? Like they usually don't do that. It's usually the 5k, the 10, the 10 K, the half. That's the question. I really, I don't know. Um, but I'm not running that long. I'm doing the princess Mm -hmm. half, which is just coming up. And I did turn to Katie for some advice about this. And so, like I said, that's why we wanted to talk to her today. Um, so as you heard, Katie is a very experienced runner. I don't consider myself an experienced runner though, not a couch potato either, but who can run a run Disney race, any half marathon really, but I think especially a run Disney race, particularly because they're not competitive. Then it's not a competitive venue. It's a fun vibe. There's a lot of distraction. It's highly supported. Like Katie said, it's really well done and it's Disney. So if you want to bribe yourself with a trip to Disney, here's a good incentive, you know, a, it's a good incentive <laughs> to run a half. <laughs> anyway, I think anyone can do it. I really do. I feel like if mm-hmm. I could do it, you could do it. When Jen and I were on our cruise in September, I was just getting into getting ready to start training mid-October and the Castaway Key 5K killed me. It killed me. Granted, I was running it by myself because it wasn't officially running, but I thought I was going to die and because I hadn't run in about a year and I thought there is no way I will. I'm old. I can't do this anymore. But if you follow us on Facebook, I think I've been killing it. You have been. (laughs) Not to brag, because I did not believe it. Like, I did not believe it was possible. But this is what I'm saying. I think anyone can run. You get, what, three and a half hours to finish the Mm -hmm. the half? Yeah, they just want you to hold a 16-minute mile or less. So I think that is pretty doable for a majority of people, you know, barring some other circumstances. But certainly there are definitely physical limitations for a yeah. lot of people. Um, yeah. But can you, walk, those, can you walk it? Mm-hmm. So this mm-hmm. is what I was going to say. They recommend there's this guy, I can't remember his first name. I'm sure Katie knows it, Galloway. And they Jeff use Galloway. Jeff Galloway. And he was mm-hmm. an Olympian. And they use this method of training that is seriously, I think of him as um, Gusto. Like anyone can do this, just follow the mm-hmm. recipe. Um, although Gusto, well, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> So, and he, the micro of it is run, walk, run. Like if you, Mm -hmm. you know, to get your stamina up, just do these 30 minutes twice a week and then increasing runs on Saturday, every other Saturday. And, and you can, what is it like walk for 30 seconds, run for 90 seconds and just keep doing that over and over and over again, because, and we talked about this on a previous podcast, Mm -hmm. didn't we, about how, 
it it shows that if you if you actually stop and walk, your overall time will be faster than if you just run the whole time. So if that's your goal to have a faster time, my goal happens to be just to run without stopping. <laughs> I just kind of want to. And I've been able to do that. And I'm really excited. But that's that's me being, let's say, a moderately experienced runner, a slightly experienced runner. But anyone can run and walk. You can if you I mean, if you just have in your head like 90 seconds, I just got to get through 90 seconds, catch my breath for 30 seconds, run for 90 seconds. If you can do that for two and a half hours, <laughs> you can do it. No. Am I crazy? I agree. Yeah, she agrees. <laughs> yeah. So you only need to finish it, I think, in three and a half hours. And they mm -hmm. have these ladies with balloons at the back of the pack that are sort of like the the the, the warning, the, the warning. Yeah, mm -hmm. the sweepers. There you go. Mm -hmm. She's yeah. using official race lingo. I don't know any of that yet. Um, but then you can also register. How do you get to be that, by the way? Because right. Lori and I I'll do that. fabulous at that. It's this one lady all the time. And I don't, I was reading about her. Have you read about her, Katie? She must be a local to some of those running groups. All of the pacers, they have official pacers in all the races and they all do the Galloway method the entire race. So I, I'm assuming, I don't know that for a fact, but I would assume she's affiliated with some of the local running groups that. So basically we just need to move to Florida and become friends with this lady. And then I Lori mean, and I anyone can, can strap on a balloon and do the Galloway method at the back of a pack. Lori anyone and can I can it. be the old ladies with the balloons and the red stags walking around. There you go. <laughs> we can take the I'm old lady sure they, part out. I'm not sure oh, they let sorry. you drink on the course. <laughs> If but it's in my water bottle, it's water. It's water. <laughs> with with what? what with my electrolytes. With it might take you more than tabs. three and a half hours if you do that. <laughs> but anyway, so you can register for a proof of time if you're a fast runner. If you think you can get done in two hours and fifteen minutes, right? Then and then you can. When you do that, you get in like a an earlier starting group. Am I? Yeah, She's just uh, not ideally. Feel free to jump in. I, ideally, yes. <laughs> Tell I'm me. Not, uh, yes. Yeah. You should be yeah. able to get in one of the first two starting groups. But does it really matter? Well, let's talk about that in a second. But I just want to talk about also how easy it is to register. Because I will say that I was intimidated by this whole thing. Yeah. I thought it was the secret club that I didn't know anything about. And it just isn't so. Like, I just went online. I looked at the price. There is a fee associated with it. It's not the cheapest run that no, you'll ever do. Not. But yeah. again, it's Disney and in my mind, worth it. Um, yeah. And I just said, are, you want to commit to this because you do have to commit in advance. I will tell you the races for the rest of the year are sold out. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So start thinking about next year. And it also, you need to commit because we're looking at a 19 week training period, especially mm -hmm. if you're inexperienced. So it is a commitment, totally worth it. I'm, I'm so far really excited and proud of myself, but I'm not there yet. The hardest part is coming. <laughs> um, so registering is really easy. You just do it online at rundisney.com. Um, mm -hmm. But now let's talk about like, like race day. Can I ask okay. a question about registration? Yeah, please. Because you did say, you said it was, it's pretty, pretty pricey for sure. Mm -hmm. um, and I know that that includes your admission into this race, but what else, like, do you get, are we going to talk about that later? Sorry. Are we going to get like no, no, no. swag well, from that registration? Fee yeah. Let's or talk what else? About 
Yeah, let's talk about that. We'll go right into that. What does it include, Katie? What's it like? Yeah. So talk to me about, because I think the training part is kind of boring. We don't really need to talk about like the details <laughs> of how to train for a race, but let's talk right. about being there and what actually happens. You've registered, you've trained, you're going to make it. What happens? So included with the registration is your medal, obviously. You get a finisher shirt like this. Um, and they send a virtual swag bag. A lot of races you'll, you know, get a bag when you go to pick up your bib and shirt and it'll have like coupons and, you know, other promotional kind of things. So they've, they've gone full virtual on that. And to be completely honest, I have never looked at the virtual goodie bag because, uh, that just seems like a lot for me to have to click buttons. So, um, <laughs> but apparently there is one. So if you love coupons they are there for you so um, I have mixed feelings about coupons actually yeah <laughs> so yeah so, so you get your finisher medal and your shirt basically and then so when you I should add when you do register there's definitely options for add-ons yes they know they've got you and I yeah. did add on the Pandora charm for this particular race because it's mm -hmm. my first one and there's all kinds of little goodies that you can buy yeah and so whenever you arrive for the weekend so for me my race is on Sunday um the x there's a pre-race expo where you pick up your packet that Katie was talking about um, or you pick up your number. I don't know. She's going to tell me what you pick up. I really have never <laughs> been to one, but I yeah. know it goes on Friday and Saturday. I am mm -hmm. going to land on Saturday. So I'll go on Saturday. I don't know if that means I'm going to miss out on opportunities because I'm not there for the opening. I've actually read going Saturday midday is best because everybody goes right at opening or Friday. So what is your experience with the expo? What is the expo? Do I need any of the stuff they're offering there? Lay it on me. So um, it depends on how you feel about the merchandise that they're selling. Um, usually the the favorited items will Lori get wiped just out. Because you said merchandise. Yeah, <laughs> I did. I did. They, they will get wiped out within the first like six to seven hours of the first What's going to get wiped out within the first six Like whatever the favorite thing <sighs> is. Like shirts. Like the figment you know. popcorn bucket. Yeah, yeah. There's, <laughs> there's going to be something that goes, you know, very quickly. I just want a magnet for my car. And can only people who are registered for the race go to this expo? Any, anyone can go. It's open to anyone. You just need what? to know That's that it's going on. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if there's something, you know, so they typically will release on Instagram. They'll show like a few like sneak peeks of what's going to be offered at the, I need at to get the, on Instagram. At the expo. Um, yeah. So you, you go and you, it's in three different buildings at the ESPN wide world of sports. So in the first building that you walk, you know, that you physically walk past will be the merchandise. Um, and if that's important to you, you might want to stop there first. Um, and then, you know, you keep going. And then in another building is where you actually pick up your bib with your number and your pins, your finisher shirt. Um, and then in the next building, no, I said that wrong. First building is the bib, bib only. Second building is the shirt, the bag that you can put all your stuff in. And so ideally, I think their goal is for you to go straight to the bib first, then you get your bag, 
and then you, and then you the fill it with the merchandise. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. But I don't have to go in that order. I can go to merchandise yeah. first. Yeah. You can go to merchandise you first, know, which is probably where most people are going to stop. It's FOMO. I don't yeah. want any of it. I just need to see it. Yeah. Yeah. This is disheartening news to know that if I get there Saturday midday, the stuff's going to be gone. That makes me sad. You can find it on eBay. Yeah, yeah for like right? nine hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah, we are exactly. going to do. We've said that we've said this twice now. We are we are doing an episode on merch and yeah. the whole culture of merch at Disney. So yeah. stay tuned for that. But here it, it's yeah. pervasive. It, it's even affecting yeah. Run Disney. It, it, it goes into Run Disney also. Can I ask another question? Anytime. How. How do you get to the wild, wide world of sports? <laughs> like, where is that located? It's it was near... right by my rental house. It's on yeah. Earl Brownson. So <laughs> how would you get, how would like a normal person get there if I don't have my car? Would I have to they have Uber? buses running oh, they do have buses. From, from the resorts, not from the parks, but from any resort, you can take a bus. So um, for wine and dine, I actually took an Uber straight to the expo, put my family on Magical Express while it was still running. And they went to the hotel. I went to the expo. Um, Can you pick up a bib for someone else? You cannot. Okay. Everyone has to pick, unless it's a child. No, and I get that. That's that's standard. But I thought, oh, maybe I'll send Andy with the luggage to the hotel and I'll go to the expo. But he needs to his bib too. Yeah. And then for um, Walt Disney World Marathon Weekend, we were actually at Magic Kingdom that day. So uh, my friend Kristen, who was running with me, we hopped on the monorail, went to the Contemporary, took a bus from there to the expo. And then from there, I think we went straight back to the Contemporary. I don't remember how we got back to the park. And then again, like me, who I'm not running, but I'm curious about the expo. I don't need Mm -hmm. to show any proof or anything. I just hop on that bus and they take me over there. Right. And these buses don't run all the time. These buses right. only run on event weekends where things are going mm-hmm. on at Wide World of Sports because Wide World of Sports is not open on non-event weekends. And I don't mean marathon only. I mean, there's always something going on, really. But mm-hmm. but that's the only time you can go there. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's Expo Day. Uh, you get your stuff. How long does that take mm-hmm. if you're not much of a shopper? And is it is it crowded? Like, how, what is that experience like? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it's super crowded. Um, at least the the times that I've been. I know if you go very first hour on the first day of the expo, it's going to be very crowded. But I tend to want to avoid that because I don't really care as much about the merchandise. Um, so the times that I have been, I've been able to just walk right in, get my bib walk right into the merchandise. And um, I mean, I've seen pictures of, you know, lines of people waiting two hours plus to get into mm-hmm. the merchandise area. But if that's not a priority to you, then you, you could easily be in and out in an hour. I would not wait that long, honestly. Yeah. No. Crazy. All right. So where to stay? If you're staying on property, which I think we all recommend for yeah. Disney, especially for an event, um, you know, the, where to stay, where do you stay? I know the routes are different for different marathons and they sort of reserve the right to change them from year to year. But Mm -hmm. generally speaking, at least for the princess half, it's really the only one I've studied. We're talking about beginning and ending in or around Epcot. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of typical for most of the races. I tried to do a little bit of research this year, looking at past races and it seems like they tend to start and end around 
the Epcot parking lot. I guess there's just the most amount of room there. It's just and, like a big tease because you, you're advising us yeah. not to have a beverage and then they just leave us right there. <laughs> <laughs> it's convenient for Lori and I. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Maybe so cheer you on in the morning, head over and cheer you on when you there get There you back. go. Yeah. Um, and I have seen on a lot of these Ren Disney groups on Facebook, there are people waiting in the wings to hand hand a margarita to you as you finish the, you know, if you know the right person. I want to talk about the spectator experience actually and how it's changed, but can we just remember, because I don't have it in our notes, yeah. so we'll, we'll remember we that can for jump later. back to that. Yeah, but so back to where to stay. Where to stay. You know, ultimately, I don't think you can go wrong at any of the resorts. Um, and it's, it's hard to say because they kind of hold back the course maps too until, you know, two, three weeks in advance. But we could generally assume that it's going to start and end around Epcot. And I think maybe that's because of a, typically with a big asterisk, it has a later opening time. Maybe that's part of it, mm -hmm. which, of course, is always subject to change because um, the day of the half marathon, the park opened at like 9 a.m., which I was like flabbergasted by. I, I think it's scheduled open. to open at nine on okay. the half day as well, which yeah. I didn't understand. Yeah. I have to double fact check myself. But yeah. So, um, so I would say maybe you want to consider staying somewhere geographically closer to Epcot. So you don't have quite as long of a bus ride. Um, because the bus is or from let's just start with that the buses start when katie they start around 2 30 a.m yeah stay awake so you want yeah. so like for me i want to be nearby mm -hmm. i don't i don't want to be yeah was that because the closer you are to the start like the starting line the later your bus will be picking you up or that's just when the buses start and you need that's to make sure you're on one start. of the runs. I just want to they, be on a short bus ride. <laughs> yeah. They recommend you be on the bus like no later than three. Um, they still run a little bit after that, but they're going to say you need to be on the bus by three. And, you know, that kind of helps to cover the logistics yes. of that. Um, but also, you know, for some of the races, the monorail is available. So, and, but that's not all the races. So for uh, Walt Disney World Marathon Weekend, it was available for the half marathon and the marathon, not for the 5K, not for the 10K. And they make it pretty abundantly clear in the race guides that the Skyliner is not available as an option. So if you're thinking Caribbean Beach, Riviera, Art of Animation, Pop Century, at uh, Unless you're thinking like, I just really want to stay at one of these, I wouldn't hang your hat on that as an option for transportation. So, so but even if you stay at like Beach Club, which is right next to Epcot, you would still have to walk through Epcot at whatever time in the morning to get there. So that's not, you have to take a bus from there. You have to take a bus. So that's why I say there's really not a bad option because you've got to ride a bus either way. You have to ride a bus no matter what. Unless but you're at a monorail resort. Getting back to your resort yeah. after the race to freshen up or whatever for your day, it is nice to have easier access to and from True. Epcot that way. And certainly yeah, exactly. mm -hmm. at that point, if the, if the park's opening at nine, which I'm still working on checking, it wouldn't be a yeah. problem to walk through. We happen to be staying at the Swan Reserve if it opens. Can everyone just like 
fingers crossed that it actually <laughs> will. The Swan open. Reserve's open. It opened because it was yeah. supposed to open by February 1st. No, and I, I got, passed like, it. Really nervous. I passed it in January. One of my kids went to the bathroom in there too. <laughs> and it was open, open for business? Yeah. The guys okay, were out there. Valley was out there. It did not look promising when I was there in October. I was like, oh my gosh, is this going to No, no. Staff was there. Everything oh, was there. Good. Buses you were running. You're good to go. You're good. Okay. Thank you. So I now these buses that we're talking about, this is just for the racers. Are there mm -hmm. any spectators or that early in the morning watching you guys at the starting line cheering you on? I mean, they're not near Lori for sure. <laughs> yeah, there's there's not a ton, not like a typical like city race like Chicago, New York, any anything like that. But there there are family members of people who are running that that do make their way out there. Um, is it different it now? <laughs> like, is are they? Is it restricted with COVID for the spectators? Is there a different procedure this year? I I don't I don't think it's because of COVID. Um, I think it's probably if there is restrictions, the it's just logistical. It's just logistical kind of. So what thing. are those like? Because my mother and father in law want to come, and I have no idea what to tell them. Like where to so, go or I know it's all on um, the run Disney website. Right. I, I but it's not super easy to yet. decipher it, oh, even though okay. it's, it's kind of, cause it's just basically like a schedule. So it's, it leaves a lot of room for interpretation. So um, in my opinion, which, you know, whatever. you mean like just because everybody races at a different speed or why? Well, just because the buses to anywhere that you could technically spectate, they start running a little later if somebody wanted to come to the start area with you, the bus back to the resort, like, or anywhere else, if they want to like, okay, I'm going to take a minute now, that bus doesn't start back until like five. So they're Can just, they just like show up at the finish line around, you know, yes. nine o'clock like that. Yeah. Okay. That's what my, my family has done. They, they come meet me at, um, at the finish line. And is there parking around the finish line? Like if, there so my is, mother and mother live in, in Florida, so they'll drive over. Yeah. There are parking instructions in the, in the guide that will okay. be published. Yeah. They'll, they'll have a blurb about if you're driving your own vehicle, this is what you do. And am I going to get this emailed to me? Like with all, cause I get yes. like, okay. You <laughs> yeah. You'll get it. Okay. But I can see, send this you the is link. the thing. <laughs> I, these are the things you just don't even know what you don't know sometimes when it's your right. first time going through it. And, yeah. and now, now there is a lot more information out there available yeah. on the internet. And then you sort of feel inundated yeah. with a lot of information. So yeah. again, that's And it why. all kind of comes like at the end of when you're like, okay, my plans are kind of in place and I still don't know all these things. And right. I don't know how much of that is attributed to like, well, we're, everything's kind of like, we're kind of afraid to commit to too much right. because of the pandemic. So like, I don't know if in years past, if maybe more information was readily available sooner or I don't know. if this is, I don't know. <laughs> it's a good but question. Yeah, I, I agree. It, it, it feels like there's a lot up in the air. Yeah. So well, we our best to... bet for Lori and I would be to meet you at the finish line with your Drink. Yeah, Margarita. but remember, you're not even sticking around. So whatever. <laughs> At, listeners should know that Jen is leaving the day before the race or the day. Yeah, the day, the day, the day of. of the race. The right. Of. At like a 7 a.m. flight. Point. She can't even stick around. Can't yeah. Stick around. Sorry. No, sorry. I I'm not getting up. I don't get I'm up for anyone. At, I don't get up for anyone at 2.30 in the morning. Well, I wouldn't <laughs> expect you to get up at 2.30 in the morning. I'm not going to be done with that, that race. Point. 
how late is uh, Jelly Rolls open till? Oh, right. You mean like not going to bed? No, oh, I'll, I'll we don't have to run. And now a word from our sponsors. Mouse Kamams are avid travel enthusiasts, and our podcast is sponsored by Kingdom and Cruise Travel. If you are interested in booking a vacation to Disney or any other worldwide destination, be sure to check out the website, kingdomandcruise.com, and their Facebook page, Kingdom and Cruise Travel. Anyway, (laughs) we jumped ahead to race day. Now we're jumping ahead to post-race day. We'll fight about this in a minute. But I want to talk about, like, like, um, again, you get there, you do the expo, whatever. Now you've got your pre, you know, race day if you're if you've arrived in time do whatever you want with this what do you advise for food do i need to like carb up what is this business you know there are lots of opinions on that i like to have you know a little bit of pasta not a lot of like sauce you want some protein some vegetables so my typical meal is like chicken parmesan light on the sauce and which you can get at any of the quick service restaurants in your resort. That's my my go-to meal um, with a breadstick. But that's just because I like breadsticks. But, you know, carbs I just figure I'm just going to yeah. eat a, you know, not terribly heavy meal. Yeah. Like, just eat, like, a normal dinner. I don't know. Yeah. All Great. right. Okay. Um, and then – I, you know, got to go to bed early. How do you yeah. get yourself to sleep? How do you, honestly, with a wake up time of two in the morning, do you really get any no. sleep? Oh gosh, no. I wake up I every hour on the hour. I can't imagine the excitement and all <laughs> yeah. of that and the nerves yeah. and like, yeah. even the though by the way, like in training in this Galloway method, you run more than a half marathon distance on your longest mm-hmm. training day. So on marathon day, the thing I like about that is, you know, you can do this. Like you've done mm-hmm. it and then some. So you know, it's not your longest race or your longest run ever. Um, but still, <laughs> I yeah. cannot imagine being able to chill out enough to yeah. sleep, especially with it being my first one and not having any mental picture of what to expect. Yeah. And yeah. I can't take a like Benadryl because no. <laughs> I won't get up at all. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, no, it's, it's, it's hard. And I typically wake up every hour on the hour, like, furiously looking at my watch in All the dark, like trying to see. <laughs> yeah. Because when do you yeah. even go to bed? I try to like be asleep by nine. That's my goal, but I have a 530 dinner reservation. Yeah. So I'm yeah. in Disney Springs. So I think, okay. I think I can do it. I think yeah. I can be in bed by nine. Yeah. Well, then totally. you're leading us at jelly rolls. Yeah. <laughs> my jelly rolls plan is sounding much better. <laughs> well, if you guys would be there. Well, now let's get to the post-race thing. Okay. Before we yeah. start, well, no, let's get right into it. Lori, where are you going to be? Where? Oh. In February? Yeah. In cold, just home. stupid just home. Chicago. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. But I Jen is wait. actually going to be in Orlando. Yes. Jen is actually going to be in Orlando and she's and leaving. leaving you right before. So My, she has no excuses. I know. It's her school Monday. I got to go and home. And Katie gets a pass because she ran the last two. So she's Are you running set. the princess or no? She's not. No, I wish. Yeah. I'm this close to entering the virtual half cuz it's open right now. Oh, I should have mentioned. Thanks for mentioning that. All of these races you can do virtually. I don't know mm-hmm. what that gets you. I don't I'm know. Say, uh, you, you get the shirt keep... and the medal. You get the as, medal as I'm too? looking outside. You get the medal? 
you get the medal. As I'm looking outside, what's to would you stop you from just lying about it? Nothing. Nothing. But you still have to pay. Katie will, yeah. of course, run it. But do you run in this nonsense that's outside right now? Oh, gosh, no. I run in the basement on the okay. treadmill. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I feel yeah. a little bit better. No. I, I mean, I'm still – I'm a southern transplant. So, like, this still is too much for me right now. <laughs> I've lived here my entire life and then before that, Canada, and this is too much for me. Yeah. I keep trying to tell Lori she needs to move to Charlotte. It's perfect here. Yeah. It's too much. <laughs> it's perfect for you to train for a half marathon, Lori. I Go know. ahead. Move to Charlotte. Oh, right? I skipped a couple of runs because there was snow on the ground. This oh is, this is the thing insane. that makes me nervous. Um. What was I going to say? Yes. Yeah, so back to post-race. Well, mm -hmm. you know what? I'm sorry I'm jumping all over the place, but that's what <laughs> happens when you have four people chit-chatting and welcome to our living room couch, and I guess. And Julian. And me, who's all <laughs> over the place anyway. I know, but you can follow. Let's go back to prepping the fun stuff. What to pack, what to wear. Um, you told me about some, you know, the way you told me the race is well supported, that they offer mm -hmm. water and Gatorade. One mm -hmm. of the best tips I got from a friend was to teach myself how to drink from a cup while running mm -hmm. <laughs> so that I don't end up wearing it. Yes. Um, I'm okay slowing down to drink some mm -hmm. water. Like, I'm not really that serious about this. But I do think that's a good tip. Yeah. Um, and last time I talked to Katie, she told me about, you know, some some gummies like that are just instant carbs and sugar. And I did use them on my last run, my 11 mile run. I started around mile eight and it really did help me get through. Good. At mile 10, I think I put five in my mouth at once because <laughs> I was like, oh no. And it does, it helps. It, and mm -hmm. and I, I was really proud of that run. Yeah. Um, so all that stuff is great. Mm -hmm. But but like you said, the the race is very supported. Mm -hmm. They offer you those gel things, right, on the race uh -huh. or no? Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I think they have those. I like the if if you're watching, I have the Honey Stinger gels are the kind that I that I like. Um, and then I also like the Honey Stinger chews, which they give these out on the course. Oh, they give um, the chews out on the course. They give the chews. They might give the. I don't, I can't remember. Is I it was, essentially the same thing, just a different way of getting mm -hmm. it? Yeah. Like into pretty the system? Much, pretty much. And um, do you yeah. prefer, you prefer the gel? I prefer the gel, um, but the chews are great too. Honestly, I, I switch it up and I can't tell you why. I don't I, recommend putting five of them in your mouth at once. I nearly <laughs> choked. <laughs> yeah. I did. I when almost you're choked. trying to breathe and you can't open your mouth because you're chewing, that, mm -hmm. that's a problem. Yeah. That's, that's a nay for the... Yeah. For yeah. the um, gummies, but I, yeah, I'm afraid of the gel. <laughs> I haven't tried it yet. So, yeah. Um, now I, I also feel like running 13.1 is obviously a world away from a full marathon where you have to worry as much about the horrible blisters and the chafing and all of that taping things that shouldn't be taped and, and stuff. <laughs> Why would you um, do this on purpose? <laughs> no, I mean like running For a marathon, <laughs> like running a marathon, people are bleeding. Like it, I, I don't feel like I see that with a half. A half of it is a happy distance, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what do you pack? Like what kind of gear do you need? Obviously good shoes and not new shoes. They have to be right. shoes you've been using. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I want to have my phone easily accessible. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
what do you wear? And it's so, cold when you start in the morning, right? So like it, it is. Yeah. So there's, there's uh, tricks for that too. Um, you know, some people, if they're running a challenge, they'll have the Mylar blanket left over from, you know, the day before. If you're only running one of the races, obviously you're not going to have that. So you could get one on Amazon. Um, you just have to be very, very careful not to carry it across the start line with you because it will block the chip that's on your bib. So, and they'll be reminding you of that. They'll be yelling, drop the Mylar, drop the Mylar. Or you could bring a towel, um, a blanket. Um, you can wear, you know, a throwaway shirt. And anything that you drop along the course, they will collect and give to charity, which is I heard amazing. that. Yeah. Well, the problem I was going to say, I, so what happens when you drop it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They collect the it behind and you wash it. And falls on their face. Right. Yeah. Well, you throw it off the course. You don't <laughs> drop it right there at your feet. Um, so, yeah, right before you're about to cross, everyone will start handing their stuff. You know, if you're like in the middle of the corral, you just kind of pass it to the end and people will That's toss so it funny. over the fence. So I, I happen to really like to run in those 32 degrees shirts. Have you seen them? They sell them at Costco. They're like paper thin, but like thermal and they fit really nicely. And anyway, I love them. They're great. And you get a pack of two for like seven bucks. I haven't seen them at Costco in a really long time, but I wear them under all my sweaters. I wear them to bed. I wear them to work out. And I want to do that, but I don't want to throw one of these away. I mean, they're inexpensive yeah. enough. It's just that I don't know that I can find them and I don't right, want to lose yeah. one. So mm -hmm. you had a great trick you told me about that worked for you last time. If you want to literally just throw it away, it is a garbage bag. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So for the Walt Disney World Marathon, I, yeah, it was a, a leaf bag basically. And I had forgotten to pack it and oh my goodness, thank goodness, my, my friend Kristen, who is like my personal running coach, and I love her dearly, and she has paced me to a PR, and this last race, she basically dragged me along to within three minutes of my last PR. She's amazing, but she had packed extra leaf bags, so you just, you know, bust a hole in the top of it for your head and just slip it, slip it on and just wear it until the start, and then just, you know, pass it down, throw it over the fence before you start. And if you need it across the start line with it, it's fine because it's not gonna, it's not gonna interfere okay. with the chip on the back of your bib. It's a good yeah. idea. It's a good mm -hmm. idea. I'm not sure it would still be warm enough for me. The problem is just the standing there for the yeah. hours before it starts. Cause once you start running, it's amazing how quickly you mm -hmm. get warm. Yeah. Um, and, and related to that is my problem where I'll be cold and I'll want to start off fast and I'll want to pass mm -hmm. all the people around me and things like that. So this is sort of a tip that someone um, gave me, like things I wish I knew before I started the race is, or before I ever ran my first Disney half was that it does thin out really quickly and you don't have to try to use your energy passing the, those people that are slower than you. Mm -hmm. Cause it can yeah. get frustrating if you do want to run your pace Right. to be behind people or whatever, but that it's surprisingly fast how quickly mm -hmm. you'll get around yeah. the other people. And it's a good thing because you're cold and yeah. you want to run fast, but mm -hmm. you really do need to, for me personally, I need those first two, three minutes to be pretty slow and then I can get yeah. a good pace for the rest of the race. Yeah. And I, mean, I have you... such a hard time keeping myself going slow, especially yeah. when I'm cold. And if you do a lot of weaving, you're going to be adding on to your mileage. You know, we, we did Very a little bit point. of weaving and I ended up at least a quarter of a mile over 13.1 from all. The right. Weaving. And when you're at 13.1, yeah. you do not want to take an extra yeah. step. No, 
I, I paid for 13.1. I did not pay for 13.4. Bonus. You got a bonus yeah. quarter mile. Yeah. I want to so, know about, um, <laughs> I don't care ahead. about the gear. I want to know about your costumes. That's exactly. the thing that I yeah. love the most yeah. is looking at everybody's pictures after the race and seeing yeah. how creative people can, get. So, can I ask a question of Mouska fans? Can you all please just send in some simple ideas for me that will be princessy but not so, over yeah. the top because so your race is the princess so yeah that and Andy is, typically... is absolutely not into it he wanted me to he's like if you can find me an Under Armour shirt that looks like Prince Charming I'll wear it oh I'm he's sure not gonna wear exists. cotton he's not gonna wear a cotton shirt to race mm -hmm. Uh, no. You got to wear performance fabric. Yeah. So whatever. I'm fine. So I want to know, trophy. like, what, what are, what's the deal with the costumes and where do you get it where it is like Under Armour and not cotton so that I can get it for Andy and send it to him because he <laughs> will be dressing up. <laughs> I'll, um, I'll have to send, I'll send you guys pictures of all the costumes from these past races so you can upload them. But, um, so for wine and dine, my sister-in-law and I, we went as Anastasia and Drizella because it was the villain theme. I love um, it. So I, any like base gear, it has to be something that I'm used to running in and tested and feels good. So I wore the biker shorts with the pocket so I can keep my phone and like my gels, my shoes and the other side, um, you know, a, a typical, you know, racing tank top. And then you add the, the accessories on top. Mm -hmm. So there's lots of sellers who make these sequin skirts that you can run in. I, the one for that race I got on Etsy. Um, and then I Is made something a that you like practice running in to make sure that it's comfortable for you um no people like to I did not because everything that was added on top was not actually touching my skin so I wore the base the shorts and the shirt I did practice running in them but the skirt did not touch my mm -hmm. skin so I didn't feel compelled to race or to practice running in the skirt um and then I made a hat I just bought a regular you know um performance running hat and then I hot glued a bow for Drizella's bow on top um, and then for the Walt Disney World Marathon weekend I wore a um, purple you know biker shorts that are just regular that I can run in you know forever and then a shirt that matched it a white skirt and then I bought um, a purple bow headband on Etsy and I was Daisy Duck um, and I wore orange um, compression just, sleeves on my cap. Like, if I just give you my measurements, can you just handle this for me? <laughs> sure, totally. I am not creative. I am lazy, and I have two, and I hate to shop like a lot. So, well, and worst comes to worst, they at the expo Sparkle Athletic, which was the skirt I wore for this past race in January. I'm also I cheap. I bet it. they're expensive. Uh, I want to say it was like $38 for the skirt. That's not That's bad. bad. But there's a market to resell them. There's a, a quite an active Why are they like for that special... on Facebook. Are, are because they like a people... hot merch item? No, because people, people are, are like, like you. you. Yeah, they don't they... want to spend the money on the new one. So you can resell your stuff to other people that are trying to piece costumes together. That's... Yeah. So much there's work. there's a resale market for for these. Have, yeah. 
I feel like you need yeah. to hook me and Lori up with that resale market and we'll be shopping for, for Julia yeah. and Andy. Yeah. And some people That's sell fine. their entire, their entire get up. So you can, I, I head just to do not have the time for that. <laughs> I do. Good. <laughs> yeah. I do. We're doing this. The fans yeah. want to know. <laughs> um, and my husband and his, and his running partner, Mike, they did the marathon. They were Tweedledee, Tweedledum. I love it. So I they saw just, those. That was really yeah, cute. So they are very, they, and they are like, like, yes, I've, I've done several half marathons, but I by no means would consider myself like a veteran runner. Like I'm as, you know, I feel super green as far as all this goes still, but they are like serious runners. Isn't and, that crazy though, that you feel that way? Can I just point that out? Like that's insane. <laughs> You just did back-to-back you know, back halves. You like finished one and started training for the next one. I'm not really training though. <laughs> well, you're at that point that you could just just run a half. Yeah, yeah I can do that. And, and honestly, though, I do think that you can you can get there. Like where you oh, just do a few yeah. runs here and there. Yeah, and I've been terrible about some I'm, of my short runs. I haven't done, done everything. You've got the good base in though. You're going to be perfectly fine. I'll but, live. Um, yeah, it's for me now. It's just how how well do I really want to do in this race? And right. if it really matters to me, then I have to I have to follow the program so that I can say I did everything I could. Yeah, but it doesn't well, really matter to me. I know I'm going to finish like, without dying. You are, you are. And the way I like to think about it is, you're all, you're doing the hard part now. Race day, that is your victory lap. So if you just exactly. keep that in mind, like you've got the base, you've done the training your adrenaline's going to carry you further than you could ever imagine just because of the atmosphere and just how fun it's going to be. Like, yeah, I'm you're going to do so great. Yeah. But my hips hurt and so do my knees. <laughs> I'm so old. What is that? I need to take like glucosamine or something like that. Like the, isn't that what my dog takes? I was going to say like you give your dog. Yeah. I didn't want to say it. Yeah, exactly. I'll say it for you. Your dog <laughs> and your grandma. Those are the ones who take that. And Juliana. And, me. and Juliana. Juliana. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, at least you're running. I'm so proud of you. Yeah. Um, well, thanks. It's, so impressive. It's, it's an emotional thing. It really is. But mm -hmm. I know millions of people do it, so I'm not really special yeah. here. But well, it's Millions fun. and 20,000, apparently, on yeah, February right. 27th. So speaking of victory laps, right, the race, like you said, is going to be your victory lap. So I have, mm -hmm. you know, a, a long run this weekend. And then in two weeks, I do the 14 miles. And then two weeks after that's the race. So I'm going to mm -hmm. race. I bought my Epsom salts <laughs> to pack in my, which I'm pretty sure I'm going to get stopped in airport security for having like <laughs> salt in my bag because it looks like a lot of things. So I, I'm making sure to keep it in its original packaging <laughs> just in case. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going to be on the news. What does it yeah. look like? Like, I don't even know. Anyway, I don't know. I feel like that's still also meth, something my my grandmother uses for her joints. Well, <laughs> yeah, but like Doctor Teals makes all these cool scented ones now, so you don't even have to spend a lot. You're very weird. They I do. They I have a know. they have an orange and bergamot one for um, recharging, and they have a lavender one for sleeping. Katie's looking at me like you don't need any of that, but I like no, it. No, you do. I, I agree. I fully support. <laughs> so anyway, after the race, right now, I, I want to enjoy myself because I, I, I've had my victory lap of the race and I'm yeah. sure I'm going to feel both fantastic and 
a little sore Terrible. maybe once I stop <laughs> yeah. running. Mm -hmm. So what do I, what do I do? What's my best plan of attack? Cause I do have park pass reservations for Epcot because, because right. don't ask because, me to tell you because. why, just because, and, and I want to have fun before I fly home on mm -hmm. Monday mornings or yeah, Monday morning. So what do I do? So my favorite thing to do is to pack a change of uh, shoes, put it in your gear bag that you're going to do for oh, gear I check. Write that down. Yeah. Just change immediately. It feels so great to just put on a different pair of shoes. Um, okay. And then uh, you run you, with those in your bag. No, bef before you start, there's trucks. Excellent question. The oh. bag that you get at the expo, it's like a big drawstring bag. You put everything that you might want immediately after the race into that right. bag. I put my, well, I'm, I typically run with my phone. My husband puts his phone in his. I. It's that uh, safe. Like, you know, you can put your valuables yes. in this bag. Yes. I like liquid IV post-race. So I'll put some of these and a bottle of water in there, um, a change of shirt in case I'm just like really disgusting. Um, like a baby wipe or two to wipe all the salt off my face from sweating. Just anything you might want immediately after. And yeah, you um, before you go to the starting corral, there's these big box trucks. And you you walk, you give them your bag. They put a sticker on the back of your bib telling you, like with an identifier. And they put the same sticker like on your bag. For the like yeah. baggage mm -hmm. claim at the, exactly. at the airport. <laughs> exactly. Yep. And so then they... Uh, they move the trucks to the finish line. And after you run through the finish line, you then go through um, a tent where they've got these snack boxes with like a banana, a, some cookies. Um, don't That's ask me why, but the peel, peel top cheese and um, tortilla chips. And um, <laughs> That's what I want after running for two and a half hours. <laughs> yeah. Right? <laughs> I don't, people love it. It's a whole thing, but I, I can't get on board with nacho good, cheese though. at 7.30 a.m. after running. But anyway, so yeah, that you get your snack box and then there's the box trucks where you can pick up your stuff. And then that's where I change into my shoes, um, drink some water and liquid IV. And then right there are the buses that take you back to your resort. Or where, there's where, do you get your, where do you get your medal? Uh, right after the finish line finish line they're metal, just there handing them out okay. yeah there's like a and whole those army people, people are we learned today that they're actually metal and those people are standing out there for hours with mm -hmm. arms full of heavy metals so props yeah. to them and all the volunteers along the course i mean you think you know we're getting up at 2 a.m on a bus by 2 30 3 o'clock they have to be at their stations at 2 30 like these people are putting in hours of work volunteering and they're amazing and they're happy and they're encouraging and they give you, you know, they can see your face, you know, they can, they can read the room and they give you a little pat on the back and let's wonderful. talk about that. I'm sorry. We're running long and I'm jumping all over again, but let's talk about that. The, the course itself, like you talked about the characters and all of that, like what, what do you expect? Like the first you know, how, like when, when, when can I expect to see something cool for the first time? Um, Pretty I know quickly. that my needs will be met. I know it's a well-supported yeah. race with water and goo and gummies and, and toilets. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, and we do have a really good tip about that too. But um, when, when can I expect to see like, I'd say I within the, the first mile or so there's something right about every mile. Maybe a How little fun. longer on some of those highway stretches, but not really. There's a lot to look at. Do I need 
earbuds? Like, do I need no. my music? Mm-mm, Don't plan to bring my music. Just unless run. you really, really rely on that. But I have, I don't like to hear myself breathing. There's music, (laughs) there's music playing. There's DJs out on the course. They've got these big movie screens that are showing, you know, like inspirational scenes from compiled from several movies. Okay. So I do not have my earbuds. Back to toileting. Mm -hmm. You gave me an awesome tip once before as well. Do you remember what it was? To wait till you get to a park? Yes. 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 Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, if you're running through the parks, the bathrooms are open. So if you can just hit the, you know, the porta potty one last time right before you start and just try to make it to your first park and then you've got actual bathrooms actual and toilets. Is and it then possible? I like to wipe my face and all that. I mean, it's possible though to do this run without having to stop to pee, right? I mean, I don't know. Like, um, if you can do that, I am so impressed and jealous, but well, what I'm, do you do on your training yeah. runs? Do you have to pee on your training runs? Oh yeah. I'm going to be so nervous about having to pee and not doing it until I get to a park. Cause you don't get to a park until halfway through, right? Yeah. It, it depends on the course, but at least for Walt Disney world marathon, it was like mile six. Yeah. So, okay. so for yeah. the half, it was pretty that was about a little less than halfway through. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to be thinking about it so much, wanting to make it for that first hour without having to pee that yeah. I need to pee. Well, there's, I mean, there's porta potties all along the, the way, but I, if I can wait till I get to a real bathroom. No, I have. Yeah, yeah no, I, I was yeah. a nurse. I have a camel bladder. Like I can hold it for a long yeah. time. So on my feet, no less. I'm just adding to like, this was reason number 472 <laughs> not to run a race. Because <laughs> you don't have a camel bladder? Because I don't want to have a camel bladder. <laughs> well, you don't have to. That's the whole point. The race. I don't want to pee in a porta potty in Disney. So <laughs> you don't, well, exactly. Yeah. So, so you've run the race successfully. You've peed when you had to pee. You've gotten your medal. You've picked up your stuff. Mm-hmm. There are uh, uh, aid stations, too, at the end. If mm-hmm. it's cold, you can get a Mylar blanket because you will cool off really fast after mm-hmm. expending all that energy. Your right. body's not keeping you warm if it's still chilly out, right? Right. Yeah. I like um, to pack a, a sweatshirt in the gear bag, too. Just good options. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm trying to think like, you don't need like a towel or anything or in your gear bag. I mean, unless you feel like you want to stretch or something. Something to drink, Mm -hmm. a sweatshirt Mm -hmm. and whatever value you need. Yeah. Yeah. You know, cause you're hot, you're wet too. Yeah. You know, it's huge. Even though it might be chilly, it's still muggy. Yeah. Maybe clean socks. Okay. Okay. Um, so then you get on the bus and you can go right mm-hmm. back to your resort from there, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It's pretty much your only option. You're going back to your resort. Like you're, you can't just like hang out. <laughs> you can. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they've, they've got, a, they've got music and stuff and like they sell drinks. They've, they've got and this drink is, tents and, and leftover this is, merchandise. This okay. is at, oh. at, after the finish. Yep. Yeah. And this is where you'll find your um, spectators if they're meeting mm-hmm. you at the finish line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you just have Mm -hmm. to like pick up your phone and be like, I'm standing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Is there a family meeting area? Yeah. Right past the gear check. And it's it's all kind of right there. Like Mm -hmm. all of it's there. So there will be a lot of people depending on your finishing time. So it it might be helpful to either have your phone on you or in your gear. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Or in your gear bag so you can contact the people that are meeting you. 
Okay. Okay. So I'm back at my hotel Mm -hmm. and I probably really want to take a nap, but I'm guessing that's a terrible idea. Like I'm thinking everything would seize up and I would be miserable if I did that. So instead maybe pop a few, a few ibuprofen. Yeah. I like to get in the tub for like 15 minutes, like and get close with Dr. Teal for a minute. Yeah. Get close with Dr. Teal. Take a shower, get dressed. I mean, because at that point, it's really only like 7 30, 8 a.m. <laughs> You've already had a whole day. Yeah. <laughs> I know. So if you can shower quickly, you can make it to your first lightning lane at, you know, 10 a.m. Can we talk about that? Are you like running and getting lightning lanes like while you're running? Because if you, the, so if the race starts at 5 or 5 30? 5. So the race starts at five. I'm not finishing in two hours. I'll be thrilled if I can finish in two and a half. So that means I'm still racing at 7.30. And I keep saying racing, but let's be honest. I'm not racing against anyone but me. I'm running. Maybe, maybe running. I <laughs> might be crawling. But, but so like you got to slow down a minute and, and do your lightning lane, no? You could. I didn't. My husband was running the full. So he, we were running on different days. So he was in charge of getting our lightning lane. So you could just give one of the girls your password and login. Let them get up. Sleeping. Make them like up. Make them like up. I'll wake up. Give me your password. What are you talking about? I'll make your lightning lane. I'll log in and make your lightning lane for you that morning. Friend. Nope. (laughs) You can have her. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a handful. I am a handful. <laughs> or just, you know, set an alarm on your on your phone so you can just slow down a little bit. I want to see how many people on the race course at 7 a.m. are pulling over. I will race. wet my pants and take pictures, actually, because <laughs> I actually don't need a lightning lane for that day. We don't. I mean, we're going to be at Epcot. Frozen. We're adults. Frozen is not a big deal. And maybe Andy will want to ride Remy because he's never ridden the one here in the U.S., but it's, it's, my kids aren't coming. So mm-hmm. it's a non-issue for me, but for right. others, good for to know, others, yeah. get someone else in your party to do it. Duh. Yeah. Or, or, or run down a little bit it. and do it. So yeah. you said that you like to have your phone handy. I want mm-hmm. my phone handy. Cause I want to take mm-hmm. pictures. I don't, yeah. um, we talked about the characters. So people stop and wait in line. They do to, on, on the course. So mm-hmm. like, there's another way you can sort of take a break. Yeah, totally. Um, some I don't people run from to character to character. Yeah, I, don't I did not to do that. I, I can't get on board with waiting in a line to take a picture. Especially after all this work I've done. Are you seeing characters that are that you don't normally yes. see? And so rare characters. Yeah. Will Robinson was on the race course. I mean, like that's cool. That's really cool. Yeah. I've never seen him. But you know what I'm gonna Stick, do? I'm gonna you know. do like Lori with with uh what's his name with josh damaro and i'm gonna just selfie as i i'm gonna slow down and selfie as i run by and because like that's what i did as cool as the characters are and as much as i love disney this is also like you train like accomplishment for me this is my first and probably only and i've worked hard and i don't Mm -hmm. i want to see if i can meet my goal yeah yeah I, i couldn't stop that's sort of antithetical to the whole Disney race thing that it's fun yeah. and it's not that. I mean, I'm still going to have a great time. I yeah. intend to have a very good time, but I also am running. Yeah. Um, but anyway, how do I keep my phone easily accessible? Do I wear it on my arm? Do I like put it? I'm afraid of putting it in my pockets because I don't really have hips or a butt to speak of and my pants fall down. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're going to have to think through this because that definitely be in the news. <laughs> That's what I use is the 
the pocket on the leg, but maybe you could get like a, one of those Lululemon running belts and, or another kind of running. I, I don't like I it on my cheap, arm. Right. I mentioned that. Okay. <laughs> but you're not all, you're, you're not, you're no. bougie. Yeah, yeah you're bougie. a little bougie. But I, I don't wear Lululemon. I like Old Navy. What about those things? Aren't on those the arm. Like, yeah. They chafe. They do. Oh, yeah, even at only, like even at only like six miles, they chafe. Yeah. You know what though? I think if I get like a high-waisted, um, like short or skirt, mm -hmm. like, which is all you can get nowadays anyway, yeah. and then maybe that'll help. I'm, I'm going to try something it. you can yeah. wear on your hand. Yeah, it's just annoying. Probably. You know, yeah. like I can do it. I yeah. But I will say for for wine and dine, I you know I used the pocket on my on my legs. I ended up running with my phone in my hand almost the whole time because there was so much to take pictures of. And I so, and the pop socket is so easy. I just stick it between my fingers. Yeah, and hold it could it be a non-issue. Like you might end up holding it in your hand the whole time anyway. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> but again, I'm not really running for speed. I just, I just yeah. want to start and finish, start and finish. Yeah. I feel like we've covered everything. It's hard to know because I completely went out of order and it was, but whatever, everyone gets the gist. It's exciting. Um, this is how you talk to your girlfriends, right? Um, did I miss anything? Do you have any last minute tips? Um, gosh, I don't know. I think uh, the best post-race treat you can give yourself is a beignet in the shape of Mickey's head. Oh, yes, yes, all over that. So that might influence where you stay. Um, we, uh, <laughs> do we? I mean, we can give that secret away if you want to, Katie. I, yeah. I asked Katie earlier where to <laughs> oh, stay, great, and there apparently is there apparently is a runner's favorite. Yeah. Um, DM me if you, you can, really you want can to know. share. We only have one listener. It's okay. <laughs> I think I think the the crowd favorite that I would argue would be Port Orleans French Quarter because there's only one bus stop. It's a lot smaller and it's not as far to walk post race to your room. And there's beignets. And there's beignets. I was going to say that's be the beignets. That's the reason. We'll meet yeah. you there. <laughs> <laughs> that will be your true finish finish line. Yeah. Right? <laughs> well, I appreciate all the tips and I'm sure that I will be texting and emailing and whatnot for, for any other questions that I have. Cause okay. I, um, I do not like not being the expert on one of these endeavors, but I appreciate your help. Yeah. Um, but we have, um, for anyone thinking about running, we have a mouse tip, right, Jen? We do. We do. This whole episode has been basically one big mask a tip because um, it's a little bit different from what we've done before. But the most important tip that if you've been thinking about running any half marathon, Disney is the place to do it. It's the best place to start. The vibe, as you guys have heard the girls talk about today, it's very relaxed. It's fun. The course is flat, which is key if you're new to racing. I hate uh, hills. Just <laughs> so for this one you're just putting one foot in front of the other and literally of course this is required for running but we mean you know go ahead and just take the first step sign up make the commitment follow the steps respect the distance and have a great time and we're of course as much as we joke we're going to be cheering juliana on and we can't wait to hear and get the debriefing after she gets back so best of luck to Juliana and um, it's going to be fun. We can't wait to hear and take pictures. Yes. yes. Jen needs pictures. All right. Thanks for spending another episode with us. Uh, how about you? Do you have any running tips for Juliana here? 
um, to help her through her first race. And if you've never run a run Disney before, or you were inspired to give it a shot, head over to our Facebook group, Mouse Moms Podcast, and let us know. Follow us there. We go live uh, with all the news out of Disney for the week on our new time every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Bye, guys. Bye. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. Can I see? See you real soon. Because we like you. And-